one. Welcome back to the Highlands Hawk. You're getting a two for one today on Tuesday, March 15th, 2022. This is our bonus episode talking about the men's NCAA basketball division one tournament, better known as March Madness. March I am again your host, Mitch Wolf. Sam is currently abroad and doing whatever, whomever, and wherever he feels like it. I am joined by a college basketball guru. Someone even going to call him a fan. He follows this stuff all year. He follows every team. He makes bracket predictions. He makes conference predictions. He makes betting predictions. The one and only, my little brother, and that's how he should always be known, Mike Wolf. Mike, how you doing? All today? right. I'm good. Good. Really good. All right. So, Mike, before we get into specific favorites in each region, let's talk a bit about the tournament in general. First time in th- three years we've had a full tournament, right? 2020 to be wasn't I mean, the same. It wasn't the same. I mean, they started on a, the first one on a Thursday, did, did the first round on the Friday, Saturday. And then this is the first time we're getting the Thursday back and the Friday for the first round and the Saturday, Sunday for the second round. So, yeah. You know, back to the first normal tournament since COVID times. Feels good. Yeah. You know, obviously, a lot of conferences make it, right? We know 31 conference tournaments, I believe. 31? 32, 32. 32 tournament, 32 conference winners, 36 at-large bids. The conference that took home the most at-large bids this year was the Big Ten. Yeah. Took home nine bids. Yeah. Mike, what does that say about the Big Ten? They're good. They're good conference. I mean, it depends how well they perform in the tournament. You know, they could get the nine bids, but at the same, at the end of the result, I mean, look what the look what they did last year. They didn't do that that well, tournament. And none of the none of the nine teams are seen higher than a three. I believe is that correct? Yep. Purdue and Wisconsin both being three seeds. Everyone. Yep. Ranging all the way down to Michigan to Indiana being a twelve in a first four. Uh, yep. All right, so we've talked conferences. Michael, what are some of the biggest surprises that you've seen leading up to the dance in college basketball this year? Whether that's a trend I want, or like su- surprising the conference tournaments. We're talking like Delaware being the five seed in the CAA and making it to the, to the big dance. That was huge. Like overall trends we saw in college basketball this year. Obviously, you know, Coach K, final year before he yep. retires, stuff like – little stuff like that. How the transfer transfer portal affect basketball? We know how it affects football in every facet, and, right? Basically for agency and football. But how does it affect basketball? Like they're 20 – usually like they get – they free up spots. Oh, no. All right. Let's move on. Great. As we're filming this on Tuesday night, Texas A&M Corpus Christi and Texas Southern are in a two-point game. Texas Southern leading 32-30 at halftime. Mike, we've watched, we watched a bit of that first half earlier. Who do you think comes out on top in that game? I would like to say Corpus Christi, but Texas Southern was playing better the parts that I saw during the game. Uh, at the moment, Texas Southern giving 64.3% chance to win per ESPN's predictor 
Uh, Indiana, Wyoming. Indiana with a four and a half point spread heading into tonight's game. Who wins that one? Indiana. Trace Jackson Davis is just going to be overwhelming the Wyoming Cowboys. All right. Now we get Wednesday night's game is a little more fun. Uh, 640 on True TV tomorrow night. 16 seeded Bryant versus 16 seeded Wright State. Why? People would ask, Mitch, why do you give a crap about two schools that have really no relevance? Well, for your information to all of our Highland Talk listeners, a former classmate of mine is on the Bryant roster. Shout out Max Akon. So that's why we care about Bryant. Former high school classmate. Uh, and that game away. I think Bryant, they got Peter Kiss, 25 points per game, highest D1 scorer in the nation right now. All right. And then the one that actually matters, the only one that really matters in this tournament for me. You know, I got my senior night shirt on. Shout out to all the boys. Uh, my Rutgers Scarlet Knights are taking on the Notre Dame firing, fighting Irish Notre Dame favored by one point. Mike, who wins this game and why? I think Rutgers could come on top. Come on on top, you know? Like, Notre Dame, they shoot a lot, but they hit their shots. Rutgers, if, they, if Notre Dame gets cold, Rutgers is going to take advantage and win this game. Uh, game being played at University of Dane Arena. Tickets as low as $65 if you're going to go fly to Dane, Ohio tomorrow. I mean, I'm not picking there. We know who I'm picking. We don't want picking all the way. All right. It's kind of how it works if you're on a college campus with sports. Yeah. You're going to pick your team all the way. But, Mike, before we get into game matchups, let's just talk about the regions. Uh, start in the West. Let's start with Gonzaga. Tell me a bit more about them. I mean, they're the clear favorite to win this conference. They're the clear favorite to win the tournament. I mean, they're the clear favorite easily to come out of the West region. But, you know, they could potentially lose to Memphis with J- with Jalen Dern as their star player or Texas Tech, who has a really good defensive front, defensive team. Top defensive team in the nation in Texas Tech. And if uh, Gonzaga is a team that's going to go make a run and win this thing, who's, who needs, what needs to happen? Who's, who's the X factor? I think some t- if no one's going to stop Chad Holmgren, they're going to keep on going down. They're going to keep on winning these games until they encounter a big man that could do something. All right, let's move on to the number two seed in that region, Duke Blue Devils. We've already mentioned it's Coach Ace's final year. Uh, what, what do we think about Duke's chances? How far can they realistically look to go? The thing is with Duke is that every team, because of the extra year of COVID eligibility, every team gets a year older. Duke, they still got 18-year-olds. They're going to be significantly less experienced and the pressure might get to them. I think they could lose to either Davidson, Davidson, Michigan State winner, potentially could knock them out of the Sweet 16, or maybe even Cal State Fullerton. Who knows? What's the farthest you could see Duke Ellen? And what would ha- what would need to happen in order for that to be the case? Who on that roster needs to step up? This, if they if they, they can honestly take it all the way, but I think their ceiling is all the way. I think their floor is around to 32. I really think they could be a very big boomer bust hit. But if they're going to go all the way, who's the one guy that's going to be the reason they go all the way? I think if Paolo Bonchero falls out like he's been doing, I think they could win. I think it's more, yeah, I think Paolo Bonchero, if he balls out, they're going to win. And to me, right, again, we talked about Paolo Bonchero. Let's not forget the local guy for us at least. And AJ the other Griffin. likely top six pick, A.J. Griffin, also. Coach K's yeah. final season, those guys are playing with the chip on their shoulder. Uh, number three seed. This is one that's intriguing to me as Rutgers got them in, a, as, in, in around a 32 matchup if they can 
win the first four and win the first Sweet round. 16. Uh, oh, no, round 13, my bad. Um, Texas Tech, what do you think? Number one defensive efficiency team. I mean, if they, if they can play really good defense throughout the tournament, they, they can easily have a final four run. Yes. Is, that something like, is that something likely, Mike, or you think it's going to be something different? I think if they could beat Gonzaga, if they could shut down Chet Holmgren and Gonzaga, they could make a Final Four run, potentially a champion, potentially playing the championship game. Who knows? All right, number four seed, Arkansas Razorbacks. We like them. We love them. We have them as an upset. They, they could easily lose in the first round. I mean, with great coaching. Beyond Musselman, I think, is their coach. And then they have, like, the problem is the foul line is the difference maker. Vermont doesn't foul that much. And Vermont's a decently efficient shooting team. Hold up. Vermont, top three in effective field goal percentage and top three in in effective field goal, effective two-point percentage. I mean, they're top 20 two-point defense. This team is very is very good, plays very good. It's very good. So you think Arkansas is going to be a first-round exit? Yes. Interesting. You think Vermont being a disciplined team is really going to be the difference there? This team, this team hasn't lost the game since February 14th. Against Hartford, which is a on the road one point loss in overtime, they haven't lost the game in a month. So if we're picking a lock for an upset pick in this bracket on the Western region, you're going to go. Be- with, you're going to be the Vermont Catamounts over the Arkansas Razorbacks. Yes. All right. Now let's talk about the neighboring states here. Uh, UConn Huskies. I mean, they're a good team. They rebound the ball very well. I believe. You think they're going to wind up going how far? Are we looking if maybe not our first I don't think they're getting upset. Number one offensive rebounding team in the league, top five in two-point defense, top 25 in effective field goal defense, top 25 offensive efficiency, top 40, 40, 41 defensive efficiency. This team, they're no joke. I mean, New Mexico State, they're not a team that should be a 12 seed. They should be. When I had when I did my final bracketology of the season, I had them as a 13 seed. I do not think that that would be the team that would get the 12 seed. This isn't this should be an easy win for Utah, in my opinion. Right, right. We've already talked about this handful of times. Do you think seeds are really the true telling that the experts every year and the people who put the bracket together get it right most of the time? This is what I think. The seeds are the strength of a team. It's not about how good – it's not about if it's Team A would be Team B. And I like to think of it as if a, if Team A would draw a different team, they, they would have a better chance of winning. How I feel about Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, if they would have gotten Arizona in the first round, I think they would have won. I think they would have a great chance of being Arizona. I had that in mind for a while. All right. Uh, let's talk about a team that is – Better known for their football prowess. Alabama Crimson Tide, 16 in this bracket. Realistically, how far can you see them getting? Round of 32, I think, is their – if they're either going to get on the first round or get on the round of 32, I don't see 
see them getting that far. They have a good team. If they could put it together, I could see I could see the Sweet 16 Elite Eight, but not looking good, especially with the first round loss in the in the first losing their first game in the SEC tournament against Vanderbilt. And Mikey, do you think that that loss being early in the tournament is more of a wake up call or more of an honest telling of where our team is at this point in the season? There, I I don't I believe seeing a stat where it's like there hasn't been a team that lost their first game of the tournament of the conference tournament and made the final four. Wow, that includes so, teams like Baylor, teams like Illinois, teams like. Alabama, who all lost their first round in the tournament. And do you think Alabama has a better chance of advancing if they get Notre Dame or Rutgers in the first round? I think it, I think they could beat Notre Dame. I'm not sure about Rutgers. Okay. And we've already talked about Rutgers, Notre Dame, right? Ceiling's there, floor's there. Obviously, we know the stakes there. Uh, Michigan State playing Davidson round one. They got some guys. They got some good prospects like Max Christie. They got some – they could make a run. You know, so on sleeper right now, last time I checked, it was like a 50-50 toss-up between the picks on the bracket. So, it could go either way. I mean, But I don't think it is. I think Michigan State is a better team, a little bit less experienced than Davidson, but I think it's going to be a very close game that Michigan State comes up on top of it. On top of it. Interesting. And how far can you see them going? I they could they could potentially make a run to the Elite Eight, maybe even Final Four. Wow, that's bold, Mike. That's bold for a seven seed. But I mean, a couple years ago they were seven seed. They made the Final Four. It's great coaching, Tom Izzo. Right, UCLA was it was an eleven seed in the first four last year and made the Final Four. Yep. So it happens. Yeah. Uh, it's March. Anything could happen. That is true. Uh, Boise State. Boise State, they could lose. It's very likely that they will lose in the first round. I don't think – I think they might be more experienced than Memphis, but at the at the end of the day, Memphis has more talent. All right. And then you, we said Memphis will win. What's Memphis' ceiling? Can they pull off an upset later they, on? They could, they could potentially beat Gonzaga. And if they – I think they're going to beat – if they get to the Sweet 16 – they will get to the Elite Eight. I think they are – they would beat UConn. They would beat – they Whoever. have potential. UConn, they would beat Arkansas. They would beat Vermont. They would beat New Mexico State. Any, any of those four teams, they're going to beat. So, safest to say that if there's any trap team for Gonzaga in this West region, it's got to be the Memphis Tigers. Yep. All right. They got, they got two star freshmen in Amani Bates, Jalen Dern. Yep. Again, we've talked about the other teams. Uh, for the remaining teams that are seated 10 through 16 here, who's the likeliest to make a run? How deep can they go? I think it could be. I think it's going to be 11 Rutgers, Notre Dame winner. I think if there's and potentially Rutgers would make the deepest run out of any 10, 10 or 16 seed. And how deep do you see that going? Like, what's the absolute ceiling? Absolute ceiling? They could make the Final Four, if you think about it. 
But I, I mean, don't I think that's very realistic. I think I think a more realistic ceiling is the Elite Eight. I mean, they they would match up against Texas Tech in the second round, beat them. Whoever Duke, okay. Michigan State, probably beats. Duke. And I think their experience is going to beat Duke, put them against Gonzaga in the Elite Eight. I think that's good. Does experience overall play? Because Rutgers hasn't made the tournament in a handful of years. Like, does that not experience? Experience is more likely as age of roster. I feel like because Davidson has okay. three guys who who are two of their top three players are are upperclassmen. Three of their all three of their players are upper top three players are upperclassmen. So it's it's, it's good to have experience. A lot of teams have experienced guards that win, win the championship. It's one of the reasons. Absolutely. And as, as I've seen from a playing after, – after watching Rutgers play up on close all year, defense is going to be a key component. Mike, let's I move on to the – Nowadays, I feel like offense is more is, – I think it's better to have a good offensive team than a good defensive team. But that's just my opinion. All right, Mike, let's move over to the Eastern region. Let's start off with the Baylor Bears. One seed here, 26 and six. Drew Norfolk State in the first round. Easy win. Easy win over Norfolk State. The question is, if North Carolina gets a win, I think they could potentially upset Baylor. Okay, and uh, or if not, I think Baylor's going to go down in the Sweet 16 to either St. Mary's or UCLA. So you think Baylor's not getting far? I don't think Baylor's getting far. And that's because of the fact that you mentioned earlier, right, loss in the first round of the conference tournament sends waves. All right, North Carolina, Marquette, you've already made it clear who you think is going to win this game. North Carolina. And how far can you see them going? They can get to the Sweet 16, maybe Elite Eight. All right, and based on what you're talking, uh, St. Mary's in the five, Wyoming, Indiana first. We said in the top of the show, Indiana's going to win tonight. Uh, St. Mary's or Indiana? Who you got? Eight. I think there's only going to be one conference win, one first four winner. So it's either going to be Rutgers, Notre Dame winner, or Wyoming, Indiana winner. I think St. Mary's comes out with a dub over here. Their defense, they beat Gonzaga. Earlier in the year, in like a month, but in like late February, this team I think is good. You know, right? Historically, every year, on average, one of the four first four winners winds up going to the round of thirty-two. Yes. Sometimes even further. We saw what UCLA last year won a Final Four. Yep. Uh, you speaking of uh, UCLA, four seed UCLA Bruins versus the thir- thirteen seed Akron. They don't deserve it. They they are four seed in the NAC conference. Give me UCLA the second round easily. And how deep you see UCLA going? Are we talking Final Four run again? You think they can repeat that? Potentially. There, there is very much potential for that. All right. Now the bottom half of the bracket. Uh, six seed Texas Longhorns, 11 seed of Virginia Tech Okies. Well, if I'm picking a bracket, I'm taking Texas. A lot of people are going to be high on Virginia Tech. They could get they could get cold. Uh, I'm going to take Texas. That's a big leverage playing brackets right there. And how deep you see them going? Just around three two. I don't think. I don't think they're going to be Purdue. 
All right. Uh, Purdue, Yale gave that away. Purdue, it's Purdue. pretty evident. Jay and Ivy's a beast. We've seen Purdue be the one seed different points yeah. this year. Mike, can they, Big Ten winner, can they win a national title? Is that within reach of this Purdue team? I don't think so. What's their, why are they not going to win a national title? Like, their what's running this team? Their defense. Fair. And what's the deepest you see this team going? I could see them final four run potentially, but they're going to have to run into either St. Mary's or Kentucky. They just, if they could beat Kentucky, there's a very decent chance they make the final four. All right. Uh, now on the other side of the bracket, shout out to Brian Racers, Murray State Racers, the uh, seven seed here, 30 and two, playing the 10 seed at San Francisco. Same thing it. with the Texas. I think Murray State, they don't play that good of a competition every they are Owen. They are Owen one against the top twenty-five. They have not won a game against the top twenty-five. No one has in this one. San Francisco at least plays Gonzaga like twice, once or twice a season. They experience those teams. Murray State doesn't experience those teams. So I'm going to go with San Francisco. All right. How deep you see San Francisco? Going just round of thirty-two. Just round of thirty-two. All right. Kentucky, St. Peter's. Kentucky. I mean, St. Peter's just got lucky that I own a loss. Honestly. Mike, how deep you see Kentucky going? Final four, potentially championship, potentially national champion right here. What does John Calipari need to get out of this team? And who specifically do we need more from in order for the Kentucky Wildcats to win an Addy? I think this team. Thinking a little bit. They got to Schwabby. They got Got a good team, honestly. Tishwebby, National Player of the Year candidate. I don't, I don't see why this team's not going to win. All right. Uh, they, they check all the boxes to win the championship. You know, they got the, they got the top twenty-five offensive, top forty defense efficiency. They got, they got the top twenty-five preseason rank, and they're a top three seed. I don't see why not. This team can't run and make a championship run. All right, and if there's anyone who's a trap game for Kentucky on the way, who what team's going to be the trap king? I think if they can match up with St. Mary's in the Elite Eight, they could potentially lose that game. St. Mary's a great defensive team. Got it. And if any of the lower of the, of the double-digit seeds would make a run in the, in, in the East region, who would it be? East or you region. don't really – you don't think anyone in this region really can make a – like none of the lower seeds can make a deep run? In the South or the East? East. We're on the East right now. Oh, East. Um. Who would make a run? Low low seeds? Yeah. Honestly, Virginia Tech. They've been very hot recently. They they could potentially roll over every team and make the final four. If anything could happen, it's March. Like Virginia that Tech. That's true. All right, now we'll move to the South region. Top right half of the bracket we're following via that. Uh, right, we already said we'd expect Bryant to beat Wright State tomorrow night. So, Arizona and Bryant. Arizona. 16-1. I think they're done after round 32. You know, there are top top teams that weren't ranked preseason top 25 and are a top two seed in the tournament. Statistics historically haven't really made it out the first the first weekend, which are the first two rounds, and really haven't made final fours. I see TCU gonna beat gonna beat Team Null, gonna beat Arizona, and make it to the sweet 16. It's a nine seed. All right. So that answers that question. How deep you see TCU going though? Sweet 16, potentially Elite Eight. All right. Uh, 
five seed Houston Cougars against the 12 seed University Alabama of Birmingham. It this one could go either way. You know, before before the brag came out, I think UAB could have if they gotten almost any other five seed, I would pick UAB to go to the next round. The difference is Houston's a great team, experienced tournament team, good defense. I got Houston in this one. And how deep you see these Houston Cougars going? Houston could go to lead eight, potentially final four. All right. Uh, now the four thirteen also being played in Pittsburgh on Thursday, I believe. Uh, the four seeded Illinois fighting the Illini against the thirteen seeded University of Chattanooga. Chattanooga cannot defend inside. And they're they're gonna have tr- a lot of trouble with Kofi Coburn. Give me Illinois. How many points do you think Coburn puts up? We're talking like thirty. A lot, a lot of points, in my opinion. I've seen him go off for twenty on any given night. I would not be surprised if he goes for thirty. And Mike, how far do you think the line I can go? You think they're? I don't think they're gonna make it past Houston in the second round. It's a fair assessment, right? We've seen them be humbled by worser teams this year. Yeah. I've personally seen them lose at Rutgers, so it is what it is. Uh, yeah. Now moving to the bottom half of the bracket right now. The 16 Colorado State versus the 11 seed Michigan Wolverines. I got I got Colorado State here. You know, Michigan, Michigan, they lost the first round, first tournament round, first round in the tournament. They got a guy in Colorado State's got David Roddy. Bucket, like he he's a good player. I can see Colorado State potentially upsetting Tennessee and making it into the into the Sweet Sixteen. You know, and I think Michigan because of the university itself is a trendy, sexy upset pick. But yeah, not to forget, okay. Jawan Howard got suspended last game's regular season, came back first game of the playoffs, and they did not finish well against Indiana. Yeah, and everyone, I feel like the squares are like the non-experienced. Bracket pickers are going to take Michigan. Oh, it's an upset. I know Michigan. I don't know Colorado State. Colorado State's actually a phenomenal team that could make it one of the top teams in the Mountain West. Most people, they don't even know what the Mountain West is. Mike, if you were to rank the the nine, if you were to rank the nine Big Ten teams in the tournament, where does Michigan fall in that ranking? Lower, very low. Probably Probably eight or nine. Eight or nine. Indiana will be the other one that'll be that low. Like I wouldn't. Indiana and I have above Michigan. So like Michigan will be nine, Indiana will be eight, right? That's what we're like. Yeah. Maybe Ohio State at eight. Who knows? Yep, yeah, those two the bottom three, right? clearly. And then the other groupings you can pick how you want. Yeah. So, again, I think the trendy pick. I think I don't. Th- I think since the Howard punch or the Wisco assistant, yeah, they've been off their game, and I don't think they're gonna make a run. Yep. Uh. Next one, Tennessee Vols versus Longwood, the 14th seed. Longwood, they play very similarly. I think Tennessee will come out of the dub, but I see Longwood pulling off an upset here. You know, I feel like a lot of the experts the past couple days since Sunday night have not been a fan of Tennessee this season did not, and thought they were seeded too high. How do you feel on that? Do you think they were – they should have been, actually, seed, been higher, should have been lower? I actually had Tennessee at a two seed in my bracket, in my final bracket. And – Personally, Duke they didn't they they got destroyed by Virginia Tech in their in their conference championship game. Tennessee steamrolled Texas A and I mean, if that's something we gotta take note of, I mean, Tennessee should have been a two. Duke should have been three. All right, uh, and how deep you see these vault these vaults going? They can go to the Final Four championship, maybe, but 
What needs they, to happen for them to go in a natty? They got to just play great defense. Play their defense. They play aggressive. They just got to keep on forcing those turnovers, winning those games. All right. Uh, now the worst school in the history of schools, Ohio, the Ohio State University, the seven seed taking on the 10 seed Loyola Chicago. Loyola, they got Sister Jean. And she's fully vaccinated. Right. She's coming to the games. Ohio State, they got EJ Liddell. I mean, it could go either way, but I, I think Loyola will come out with a dub, but I think they're going to lose to Villanova in the round of 32. All right, so you don't see either of these two teams going far, regardless of No, Loyola could potentially make the Sweet 16, but I just, Maybe see. I just don't see it. I mean, they did it the past two years. They could easily do it again. I think again, Villanova's... it wouldn't shock me. Yeah. All right, and the final matchup here, two seed Villanova Wildcats against the 15 seed Delaware Blue Hens. Villanova, 100%. Delaware was a five seed in the Colonial Athletic Conference tournament. In my Colonial Athletic Conference bracket, I had them getting out. I believe, no, I had them losing in the second round of the conference tournament. I don't think this team – I mean, they, they could surprise us, but it's very rare that they're beating Villanova. Very experienced team with good guards. And, right, how do you see the Villanova Wildcats running again they in, could, the last dec- in the last decade? In the last decade, they won two titles in three years. So they are very high on my list of potential national championship champions. Maybe one, maybe two. Very high on my list. And if anyone, who's a trap game for Villanova on their route for the South region? If anything, it's going to be it's going to be a little Chicago in the round thirty-two. Interesting. And of any double-digit seed, are they the most likely in the South region to make a run? Yep. All right. Now on to our final region, the Midwest. Uh, one seed, Kansas, taking on the winner of Texas Southern, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. It's Kansas. That will yes. be Kansas. Corp- Mike, Corpus Christi leading with 10 minutes to go in the second half, by the way, by three. Uh, I like them. I mean, this is their first tournament appearance in 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 like 15 years personally almost it's your lifetime yeah almost three years they they, they haven't been determined like jake's lifetime but like yeah but i don't think they're running yeah how deep do you see kansas going King, is kansas the favorite right now to win the natty that kansas is personally my favorite to win the natty but the overall favorite's gonzaga i just think kansas right. is gonna win San Diego State Aztecs versus the Creighton Jayhawks, right? Team in Creighton Blue Jays. Creighton Blue Jays. Blue Jays. Close enough. Uh, without sorry, their star player Nemhard, without Nemhard, I don't see them going past the first round. San Diego State has been on fire lately. Um, give me San Diego State to play Kansas, and likely will lose to Kansas, right? Yes. Is that the deal? Yes. All right. Five seed Iowa Hawkeyes, twelve seed Richmond Spiders. Richmond won a natty, won, won a conference tournament this past Sunday. Yep, interesting. Keegan Murray is just Keegan Murray is too good. I don't. I, I cannot see Iowa losing this game. I can't either. How deep you see Iowa going? If they could beat Kansas, they're a Final Four team. If they can, but which is could happen, but it's unlikely. I say Sweet Sixteen. Okay, now. 
This one, for some reason, is not as popular as a upset pick as I thought it would be. Four seed Providence Friars at 25-5 versus the 13th seed South Dakota State team. South Dakota State, best shooting team. Personally, my favorite double-digit team in the tournament. They shoot right now on Bart Torvik. Their three-point percentage is 44.2. The next highest team is Colgate with 40.2. It's 4% difference. That's a lot. It's huge. It's huge. And looking at this, right, how deep – you see, regardless of who wins here, only a round, really. Iowa's likely going to beat whoever. Yeah, only one round. All right, now the LSU Tigers, who are more known for their football team and their Tiger girls. Yes, Livy Dunn, shout out there. Uh, LSU playing Iowa State, 6-11. Who you got? I got LSU. I mean, they force second most turnovers in the nation on Bar Torvik. I mean, and how deep how how deep you see them going? I think they can go to the Elite Eight. I think they could potentially upset Auburn. Auburn, I don't see as a very strong team, personally. I think they can make the Elite Eight. I mean, they could easily beat Wisconsin, easily beat Auburn. Wisconsin, they might be matched up with Colgate in the second round. It should be you. Crazy. I think Colgate could win. I think LSU could easily make the Elite Eight and potentially play Colgate in the second round, which is a free win for them. And they basically get Auburn a win, and then they and they get Kansas, and then they'll probably lose to Kansas. But Interesting. So you have Wisco losing to Colgate? I think Colgate, if they get hot, they could shoot a lot of threes, make them an upset Wisconsin who is probably a very popular pick, saying they have one of the most electric players in Johnny Davis. Again, I've seen Wisconsin lose games, win close games this year. Frankly, of the Big Ten teams, I think they're third at best. Is that a valid assessment? I mean, that could make sense. I mean, they got Purdue. I think Purdue and Iowa are better than – are yes. both better yes. than – Potentially only, Illinois is better than them. I'm only half biased about Rutgers above them, but yeah. I did see that game in person. Yeah. So that's an interesting one that Wisco's probably a popular pick to go deep. Yeah. Uh, I could easily see that. I could see two 14 seeds losing early. I could see Colgate and I could see Longwood both pulling off upsets like there was in 2015, maybe. With Georgia State and UAB, I remember that one. Yeah, against right. Baylor and Iowa State. Okay, all right, Mike. Uh, let's move on to the final little grouping of four in this bracket in, in the tournament in Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, seven seed USC Trojans, ten seed the Miami Hurricanes. Lowest ranking for Miami ever in a tournament, by the way. It can go either way. I think USC will come out with the W, though. And how deep you see them going? Is this a loss to Auburn in the waitings for more yes. wins? Lost to Auburn, basically. And how deep do you have Auburn going after they demolish Jacksonville State? The Sweet 16. All right. Uh, Mike, of all the teams that are in the double digits in this bracket, 
in the, in the Midwest region, who's the most likely to pull off an upset and make a deep run? Deep, deep run? I don't think potentially Colgan. I mean, if they could beat LSU, they get Auburn. Auburn's probably going to win that game. But, like, they could potentially make a Sweet 16. All about the U. <laughs> That's what we think. Yeah. All right, Mike. Uh, now that we're done with most of the bracket, give me your Elite Eight. My give, elite me your, eight. Give, me, give me your Final Four and, like, who they're beating to get to the – start with the West. The Who's West region, I have Gonzaga over Texas Tech in the Elite Eight. Okay. Uh, and, and in the East? The East, I got Kentucky over St. Mary's. Okay. The South, I have Villanova over Houston. Okay. I have Kansas over LSU in the Midwest. Uh, Gonzaga, Gonzaga, Kentucky. Gonzaga over Kentucky, Villanova over Kansas, and I got Villanova winning it all. Nice pick uh, for myself. I mean, I can't sit up here. I mean, I'll look like an idiot likelier than not to pick Rutgers to win it all. So in my heart, Rutgers will, the Rutgers Scarlet Knights will win the Natty this year. Now, me being practical will not pick that on the podcast because I picked worst. I mean, frankly, we can go back to divisional weekend where I like went 0 for 4 on games. But give me give me Duke over Gonzaga in the West. Let me get UCLA over Kentucky. Yeah. In the East. I'm going to go with Arizona over Villanova in the South and give me Kansas over Miami, Arizona over UCLA for the championship. All right. Mike, thank you for coming on. Really appreciate it. And before we finish up here, it's time for the hawk of the day. I'm going to go first. My hockey smile. It's a happy time. Clocks have changed. Baseball's back. March Madness starts Thursday. We got a couple holidays this week. Chag Sameach to all those of you celebrating Purim. And happy St. Pat's Day to all of you celebrating that as well. Spring is almost here. It is here effectively. Weather sucks balls, but stuff's opening up again. It's going to come back. Be happy. What about you, Mike? What's your hawk? Cal State Fullerton has the potential to beat Duke. I think that is a huge, huge swing. Duke has histories of losing to 15 seeds. I think the Cal State Fullerton might be able to pull it off. All right, and that concludes our bonus episode on our March Madness preview. Hope you enjoyed. Feel free to drop in the comments who you think is going to win the tournament and who's your MVP going to be. For all of us here at the Highlands Hawk, thank you, Mike, for coming on. I am Mitch Wolf, and we will see you next time on the Highlands Hawk.